Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. What's upset you now? Uh, I hate when people take exercise and jog in built-up areas. Like, there's a busy high street and everyone's doing the shopping and then there's just someone in, like, full gear running up and down as as if that's okay. And you know what it is? It's like, what annoys me about it, it's the arrogance... And the, the look on the yeah. faces and like, yeah, I'm doing this. But also it, it, it feels to me like they know something that you don't. Like they're either running to something or coming from something. A hundred percent. This is definitely increased as well. There's just no need for it. I've got to chip in here because the first thing that comes to mind is people that, and, and this will be included in what you've said, Rachel, people that run to work. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Like, they, they, they run to work and then they have a shower at work. Oh, my God. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, you little nerd. That's what I think. <laughs> nerd. Running to work with your, with your suit in your bag. And then you get to work and shake. I'll just get the bus and the train like everyone else. Grow up. But it's that weird thing of, like, who wants to be naked at work? Like, who wants to shower at work? It's weird. Oh, well, Hugh Hefner probably wants to be naked at work, but like, (laughs) sort of like people showering at work after a run, that's proper sort of modern companies. You know, that's our philosophy. Why not run to work? Why not incorporate your workout as part of your working day? Turn up, buzzed up, yeah? Lunchtime, we'll have a micro rain. (laughs) Fuck off. But it's it's all the extra things you've got to take with you. I know. I love that. Why not do your spreadsheet while playing Sonic the Hedgehog? What is wrong? Just do the work. Work work is painful. We know it's painful. We don't want to be here. We'll enjoy ourselves after work and lunchtime. Stop trying to combine fun and work. They're different things. I love that that would be your your company's philosophy. Work is painful. (laughs) 
just imagine you as the CAO on day on day one. Welcome. First and foremost, uh, troops, I'd like to remind you, work is painful, yeah? There's plenty of time to have fun. We're not a company that plays Sonic the Hedgehog while we're working here. If I don't see you sweating and, and at some point crying, you're not working hard enough. Fact. I hate that stuff that, um, like that kind of thing, like companies that try and be your mate as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it'll be uh, just dead casual about everything. And like, uh, you, you oh. know, like Virgin Trains have that, like, um, everything's a joke, in it? You know, oh, the toilets are like gosh. a joke. And, and like, oh, hey, good looking on a, on a hey, hot stuff. And, and that cat on a mug and stuff like that. You know, when you get a cup of tea on a train, it's like, oh, careful, hot stuff. And it's like, oh, fuck off. Like... I don't know, you're not my mate. i tell you what's not a fucking joke, Virgin. There's a 95-year-old bloke <laughs> sat in my seat and I've now got to stand up from King's Cross to Carlisle. <laughs> I have a real issue, and it, it's similar to the jogging thing, of, like, having to move for a child. Like, you know if you're walking up the street and then there's, like, a family and there's a kid in the way? Yeah. Having, and you're like, oh, I've got to move around this kid now, have I? This person with no life experience, this person who's never had the heart broken, I'm the one that's got to move for them. <laughs> oh, this person that's never had the heart broken. Have you had your heart broken? No. Get out of my way, then. <laughs> I just don't think moving for children is, is acceptable. It's like when you're stood up on a bus or something and there's a kid sitting down, it's like, why are you sitting there and I'm stood up? But it's just also with some people on pavement, it's just the absolute, like you say, the arrogance, the blind arrogance. Some people act as if they've hired a section of the pavement for a private <laughs> function. It's like, they, <laughs> this is a pavement. Keep moving. That's You know, like where you can get fined for driving too slowly on the motorway? I think the same rule should apply. There should be like a period of time. They should have cameras. People, and just to go back to your earlier point, a lot of people have started riding the bike on the pavement again recently. I don't know. Yeah. Where's, where's oh, this man. all of a sudden come from? The scooter on the pavement. Have you experienced this? Yep, several times. See, they're just operating in a sort of like grey area between walking and riding a bike. That's what they're, they're exploiting a loophole, <laughs> aren't they? I think it's the fact that sort of one foot is constantly on the pavement moving you forward. They think they're basically qualifiers. Walk they probably do. It's like a Sinclair C5. I don't know if you remember then. I'm showing my age here. But in the 80s, they had a no Sinclair C5. And you could, it was like a little sort of three-wheel... What's wheel, that? Google it. It looked like a little spaceship. But you could actually ride it on the road under 16. <laughs> I mean, you had to have a grand kicking about, which not many 15-year-olds did. But, like... The scooter on the pavement, you get a lot of them in London, like this, the the, the electric, the e-scooter, that's what they're called. And they're sort of, because they're new, the government haven't, haven't got on top of them. It's like, like, meow, meow. You know when there was that period where, like, a new drug comes in, but it's not <laughs> oh, been banned yes, yet? That's, right. that's what the e-scooter is. The e-scooter is just, that is meow, meow of the, of the transport world. This is going to sound really cruel, and I, I do kind of get a little bit pissed off about mobility scooters on the uh, pavement as well, which is, which I know is a bit unnecessary. I'm sorry, but it's like, like they're going at a good 15 miles an hour sometimes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate, you nearly have my arm off. <laughs> Just moving out the way all the time. I do quite appreciate when someone on a mobility scooter has got a little bit of a... Like when they've done it up like they're a Hell's Angel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a yeah. mod one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always quite enjoy seeing them. And they've had like, the restrictor taken out so they can actually go up to about 60. Just come moving it, <laughs> it round the corner in a leather jacket with, like, ride dirty on the back or something. <laughs> oh, they've borrowed one of your jackets. <laughs> 
man. You have to give a little bit of leeway to mobility scooters. Well, yeah, all right. I, I, I do, but I just think there's issues around it. It's like, fine, I get it, but at the same time, you don't have to go so fucking fast, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some people will... Uh, they'll, I'll probably get a few emails after this, no doubt. I mean, how far do you go with it? Do you say, come on, mate, let's <laughs> get, just give them a problem a stick just to make sure that they don't stand up and go, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Wheelchairs, fully acceptable. No yeah, yeah. problem with that whatsoever. But buggies as well, they can fuck off. Like, it, they're so big. And, like, all the stuff that people put on a buggy now. Like, they take everything with them. It's like... I've got a uh, a quintuple buggy. It's like, well, that's too big <laughs> for the pavement, mate, isn't it? It's four wide and two high. It's not a buggy, that's a bus. Get on the road. Are, are those ones where they have, like, a kid in a tray underneath? Have you seen <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah, exactly. It's cruel. <laughs> Like, you take the kid out like you're taking a kid out of the oven. There's no way that's not going to lead to issues later in life, is it? It's very, it's very angry, Joel. Yeah, while well, he, uh, you know, he actually got sort of carried around in the bottom tray. Of, uh, there's going to be like... But they sort of cling on to it as well, don't they? Just get in the car. Will you just get in the car? I want to go under the car. Just get out from under the car. Get in the car. <laughs> Robert De Niro in Cape Fear hanging on to the chassis. <laughs> Keanu Reeves in speed under the bus. <laughs> is this fair? I can't stand it when a mother, and I'm afraid it is normally a mother, doesn't thank me when I've held the door open for them to get the pram through. Like, I'm just meant to do that. Like, you don't have to thank me because you've had a kid. They still thank me. I still did a nice thing. <laughs> See, I get that because it is it is very expectant, isn't it? It's like um, I've got a kid in a buggy and one in a tray, so can you open the door for me? Yeah. And then whenever they go <laughs> into the cafe, it's like they're fucking banging into everything, and then you've got to work round them. It's like I'm saying moving out of the way for kids all the time. It pisses me off. They should be working round us. Yes. Not us working round them. They're new to the world. Absolutely. We've been in it a while. I always feel, do you know what, I always get the sense, when you were talking about like where there's loads of kids, I always get the sense that when, that when someone's got like twins, or like three kids and one of those sort of like multi, you know, multi-story prams, I always get a sense that the, the mother's showing off. Mm. I always get there's a bit of arrogance, like, yeah, I've had more babies than you. Uh, I saw a child of about six, uh, about a year ago go into a cafe, go up to the counter and ask for the Wi-Fi password and I've just never wanted to punch the somebody so hard. Yeah, the kid's like, um, can I have the Wi-Fi password, please? It's like, fuck off. That's the modern day equivalent of getting sent round a newsagent for a packet of fags, isn't it, with a letter my, my mum sent me. This is something that bugs me. I feel like I'm constantly in a loop of explaining where I'm from all the time. And particularly since I moved to London, it's like... What do you mean? Oh, my God. Any time I speak, oh, where are you from? It's like, fucking hell, here we go again. Like, and then I've got to, I've got to go, oh, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> oh, I thought you were from Sheffield. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not, though, am I? <laughs> and then, then they'll know somebody who's from Manchester or they'll have a brother who went to university in Manchester. I've got to talk about Manchester for about 15 minutes when I don't want to because I don't care, do you know what I mean? Like, it's constant. In our defence, I will say, anyone north of Birmingham always thinks anyone south of Birmingham is a cockney, so it is a kind of two-way street. <laughs> I'm one of those awful London people where, where I think anything sort of like above above um, Finsbury Park is the north. <laughs> from Enfield. Ew, duck. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from, Luton? Chips and gravy. Get the wickets out. <laughs> 
you know what I mean? No, it is true. When, whenever you, when, you know, not it doesn't happen all the time, but like you will get the occasional person who's from sort of north of Birmingham that's like, oh, here he is, fucking apples and pears. You're like, hey, I'm from Southampton. What are you talking about? <laughs> You've got to get back to the market store in the morning, do you? <laughs> but I really, I, it's that kind of thing that, like, when people try and place your accent and it's like, I haven't got fucking time for this game that I don't want to be involved in. Like, are, we, are you from Nottingham? No, 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 let, let me try again. Uh, Sheffield. Uh, Leeds. It's like, no. Like, and it is. It, honest to God. Well, it's like that thing of, as well, like, if you get in an Uber or something and I'm just thinking, please don't talk to me, please don't talk to me, please don't talk to me. Because I just don't... What I'm not interested. Oh, and then also, God, I just know... Sean's found an ally. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to have to talk about... Absolutely. ...where I'm from or something. And I don't care. It's like, I just... Well, when they talk to you about road works. You and Sean should travel together. It'd be fucking ideal. You could both sit in the back and say nothing. <laughs> you, I tell you what, you, you two have found your ideal travel companion. Just sitting in the back of your AirPods on, staring out the window. Oh, this is brilliant. But it's like, when, when a, a, an Uber driver says to you about a road works or something and some roads closed off and they'll talk to you about it, it's like, the reason I'm in this vehicle is because I don't have one. I don't know. And also, I don't care. Can you just drive <laughs> and not talk to me? Just nodding at things that I don't... Yeah, yeah, oh, I know, yeah. I don't care. I think it's perfect. I think you should be able to get in and go, silence. I think that's what yeah. you should be allowed to do. And then just, you know... I don't like personal service. I don't want to be... I don't want to be made to feel special. I just want the job to be done. I'm looking at Sean now as you're saying this, and it looks like he's listening to classical music. That's... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> lovely. It, it looks like some sort of divine <laughs> spirit has taken over him. It's lovely. That's how it should be. Paul, I get that you want to talk and show everyone that you're the cheery chappy and you're the everyman. <laughs> I get all that crap, right? But there should be... like You know there's like a switch in the cab where like you can put it on to fan or you can put the light on? There should be a switch of like talk. I'm a talker. So you can get in and you can press, I'm up for a chat. Yeah. And you, or, or me and Rachel could get in and go, absolutely not, just take me to where I want to go. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. Because the thing is, it's conversation just intrudes all over now. It's like you get added to WhatsApp groups that you don't want to be in and then it's conversation invading your personal time and you're like, how is this happening? How, what is the arrogance of adding you to a group that, you, that someone thinks you might want to be in? Do you know what I mean? It's like, and then it's pinging away and you, it's... I don't want to be in this I don't want the conversation in the Uber and I don't want the conversation on the phone. I think you two should be in a WhatsApp group with no with no one ever at, like commenting. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> Sean and Rachel's WhatsApp group and it'll be like three years with no messages. <laughs> I think that should be in an art gallery, that. That would be a lovely piece of art. <laughs> a great moment in life is when you're walking down the street and you clock someone that you know that's a sort of, it's an it's acquaintance level, right? And you spot them, but then horror, shock horror, what happens is, the unwanted, is they also spot you. But they've not, they've not spot you, spot them. So what happens is, you both know that you've seen each other, but you both choose to ignore each other. Oh, yes. heaven. Yeah. I, I, I get more respect for them. I leave they that they that I leave them. I walk past them, and they have gone up in my estimation. That's a mutual politeness. That totally in my mind, like we know, and it's not that I don't like you, but I just don't want to engage. It's a mutual. Absolutely. It, it's, yeah, I think it's yeah. 
Perfect. I, I, I was in Sainsbury's recently, and me and a, a local friend from, uh, from, from my local cafe, we, we had this in Sainsbury's, in the Sainsbury's local. It was just late, we are both in there late, and tired, and we knew that we, I knew she was in there, and she knew I was in there, and we were just sort of hiding from each other around the aisles. Oh, but God. it was. <laughs> Sounds like a Pac Man. This is absolutely ridiculous. Carry on. I'd love to get the CCTV footage of that and then put some music over it, like Benny Hill, but slowed down. <laughs> 